0: Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia.
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Coaches Cup podcast. I am Sonia Green from Sonia Green Coaching.
0: And I'm Judith Fender. I am a certified life and weight loss coach with the Nobius Weight Loss Program.
1: And today we are, we're having a conversation that started for us during the last podcast when we were talking about burnout. I think we even mentioned stress cycles and completing stress cycles, but we really wanted to dig down and do a, I guess you'd say a deep dive into completing your stress cycles, because I think it's super useful. And you know what, all these topics that we come up with for me, at least I'm always doing what's useful for me.
0: Right. Well, same, same, right? I mean, that's why that's why we do what we do, Sonia.
1: I know, exactly.
0: This stuff. We love this stuff.
1: Yeah, we do. And so there was so much material when when you started talking about stress cycles. Um, there was so much material that even though I think I knew these things on an intellectual level, really fleshing it out and thinking about that about it and Being able to find ways to apply it was useful. So we thought it would be useful to our dear listeners as well. There we go. What is stress, Sonia? Yeah. (laughs) What is emotion? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've been listening to some 70s music to get us in the mood. We we
0: did have a fun pre-gaming for this call. So my brain started thinking about, you know, we were talking about emotion and what we learned, what how did we learn to process emotion or even the whole I, I probably for me the reason this song so the song we're, we're talking about is emotion by Samantha Sang with the Bee Gees from 1977. Yeah. And so the title of the song is emotion and I think the reason that is so embedded in my memory we didn't talk about emotion in the house Mm-mm. but I do remember this song playing on the radio and I would be lying if maybe I didn't cry a tear or two over it somewhere in the... With your broken heart. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is what emotion... And, and we were going back and forth about, you know, well, this is where we conceptually think about emotion. Like, we we think about this is what it is. But then when we challenged that thought, like, you know, but really, we listened to the lyrics of the song. You know, I cry me a river that leads to your ocean. <laughs>
1: I love that. Yeah. I love it. I mean, talk about imagery here. You know, right. I am all in on that. Right.
0: So she's feeling her emotion, yeah. right? She's got a broken heart and she is crying and she is in her feelings. There's another song we didn't talk about. This one, um, "Got Me in My Feelings," by I think it's Drake. I don't even know. Oh, I, I, I do <laughs> not know that one. Uh, it's good. <laughs> anyway, it's a little bit of a hip hop song.
1: So yeah. Anyway. All right. <clears throat> my musical, <throat> my musical tastes are a little eclectic for so what wh- most people think I should be, but, but I was all with you on the BGS, Right. Oh yeah. So, but it's important to talk about when we talk about completing a stress cycle, the first thing to understand is how emotions work in our bodies. Right. And the point I think for me is that I was never taught, and I think I'm not, I'm not no. a unicorn here. Most of us were never taught to process emotions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that they hear me here, folks, because this is where I think the real understanding starts. Emotions work in our bodies. They are as physical as they are mental and we want to leave emotions out in the ether somewhere there are these things that i can just push out of my head and they'll go away and that is so not true it, it couldn't be further from the truth and i'm reminded of
0: i think i said the sentence on the last podcast where we joe dispenza asks us to think of we have two brains right we have the prefrontal cortex and we have and emotional our body is the second brain then that's where emotion lives we are dealing with two units here if you will two two units and this one sentence i want to say from the burnout book mm-hmm. the truth is we are emotional beings who occasionally
1: think yeah Boom. i'm like oh yes i I, I hope that people are hearing that and having the same reaction that we yes. have to that, because I, I mean, I have a PhD. I have put my life, my whole career into thinking to the cerebral level. I have tried to, especially because I have a weight issue that I've dealt with my whole life. And so I have done everything I can to separate myself, my Mm. body from my brain. Yes. Yes. And you can't do that.
0: No. And the thing about it is, is the more cerebral, if you will, you are, and then you feel the emotion. And if you don't know what to do with it, then you're afraid to feel how many clients have we coached have said, but I'm afraid to feel, yeah, it has taken me a long time to understand that on an intellectual level. And now I get it. Yeah. Right. Because they're so unfamiliar with the process of feeling a feeling they don't know what to do with it.
1: And they're afraid if they give into that feeling because it's so unfamiliar It's, they're just going to get lost in it. They're it's gonna like cry river. It, cry me a river. Probably a river that leads <laughs> to an ocean and I'm going to drown in that ocean. But I, I have, I have had a client, one of my very first clients. And she said, I'm afraid I'm going to go over the cliff. Yeah. I Won't be able to get back. You're right. And right. that's a real, I mean, that is real folks. It's not to be taken lightly. People feel that way.
0: They do that perception. Um, I'm reminded again of the book from the burnout, the secret to unlocking stress by the Nagoski sisters, where they talk about the emotion being a tunnel. Mm, Right. And the, the process of feeling an emotion is like going through the tunnel. Yes. And, and you knowing that you to get through it and there will be light at the end, although there's a coach in me that doesn't like this analogy, but I do like it for, the uh, process of an emotion, and where people feel stuck mm-hmm. emotionally, they're mm-hmm. in that tunnel. Yeah. So yeah. even if you thought of it at the end, you know, people would perceive that the end of the tunnel would be a cliff that they would fall out on, yeah. not yeah. bright sunlight and green grass and moving on.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I think when when I think about this, you know, when we get stuck in that tunnel. That's when the fact that emotions are in our bodies becomes real because it has physical implications. There inflammation in our body comes from being, I mean, it doesn't just, I'm not saying that every instance is this way, but right. being stuck in our emotions causes inflammation in our body, which leads to disease. I, I mean, how many times have you been in a stressful situation And then you get really sick. Yes. I (laughs) I, I had it happen when I was, when I was working on my master's degree, Um, I was, you know, I, I, I can look back now and see a lot of different factors that I didn't even understand were going on at the time. I was living on my own for the very first time. I didn't have roommates like I'd had in college. Stress. I had gone through my yeah, with my fingers. Yeah. a master's program in itself, yes. you know, the graduate program, trying to live into my um, potential and feeling that imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, there had been some stress going on in my parents' marriage. Mm-hmm. They, you know, about, let's see, about four or five years later, they would divorce, but this was, there was some stress that I was trying not to know was going on. I was ignoring Mm-hmm. to, you know, to just fighting that feeling that my family was crumbling and I was trying to ignore that. Tried I went fix- through, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I went through a bad breakup, mm-hmm. which I think was exacerbated by the previous <laughs> experiences. Right. I was, and you I didn't, didn't cry root root over it. I didn't cry. <laughs> didn't root 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 it. Root <laughs> I, I was strong. I was right. The strong one. Right. That's right.
0: You had to keep it pulled together.
1: Yeah. And then at the end of my second, Semester in the master's program, I ended up in the hospital for 12 days. They Mm. didn't know. It took them a long time to figure out what was wrong with me. And it turns out I had mono, but for a long time, I mean, there was, it was touch and go. You know, I was spiking fevers and, and it was pretty scary for everybody else. I was so sick. I was too sick to be scared. I was ready. I was like, I just want to die. I mean, I was in pain. But looking back now, I see how many. Different things I had let pile up. Yeah, yeah, and it led to a physical demise. It doesn't always get that bad, but right. sometimes it gets worse. Right, right. Well, I, you know what was? The, I'm curious.
0: What was the time frame on this? Was this like within a year period or two year period? If you had to like summarize.
1: Well all of those things that I was telling you about had been happening probably just within the the year the year within the yeah. year itself yeah. yeah
0: you know because we didn't talk about it and if if it's mentioned in the book you know well it it just does it comes back to like this when we keep adding the stress yes, stressors yes. and the stress cycle just keeps packing in that tunnel, if you will. You're yes. just jamming it in there. It's like being <laughs> constipated.
1: I know. Well, that was
0: funny. Ironically enough, that's one of the symptoms of stress yeah. is constipation. Well, right? that's what... Gonna- Mm -hmm.
1: yeah my husband will appreciate me telling this to to our national audience international audience but (laughs) when I said this morning I said to him I said we're talking about emotion and how it actually lives in our bodies and if we don't get rid of it if we don't move through it it can cause a physical problem and he goes um yeah I have IBS yep yep (laughs) I was like Oh yeah, I guess you do know that, yeah. you know, when he gets stressed, then right. that, that, but, and that's, that is one of the very common problems that yeah. not completing the stress cycle causes.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had another thought here. I'm going off on another song.
1: <laughs> About you know, IBS? Emotional
0: <laughs> rescue. Saying that was that Mick Jagger? Yes, yes,
1: yes. Oh my God, that's hilarious!
0: Like that's what you needed right then. Like we needed emotional rescue. If we thought of our feelings as like nine one one, let's tend to the body. Let's tend to this emotion Mm -hmm. right now,
1: right now. And that's why that's why we have physical reactions. That's why we get sick because our body's like, hey, folks, you're not listening to me. We're gonna have some downtime now. Yeah, Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. Hello. It's it, it that it there you were, 12 days in the hospital. Yep. Yeah, yep. and and you know, even longer after that. I, I was on my back for about three months. Oh, Sonya. The summer. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. It it was um it, it wasn't as bad for me honestly it was more scary for my mother I, I, and my father I'm sure but you know she was there in the hospital with me the whole time I was honestly so sick that I I, I didn't care wow. <laughs> I just, but for her it, it was a really scary time yeah Sorry. um but well it you know that's the beauty of learning these things and sharing them with people now it is
0: and even after knowing you I I, knowing you this long and as much podcasting as we have done if you've told me this story one I don't remember it but I'm probably haven't and you know and it's so funny even like when you tell me and we talk about emotions and how you are learning this and stepping into it I think to myself I I don't want to say I downplay it but I'm like no no (laughs) But to hear, I'm like, wow, that is really, mm-hmm. that is really deep. No, I'm when just, I say is.
1: that I was disassociated from my emotions, I, I mean that in the truest sense. Mm-hmm. Emotions were my enemy. Because mm-hmm. if you have an emotion, that means you're weak. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that was, nobody ever took me aside and said, if you have an emotion, you're weak, get over it. But that was the message. Oh, yeah. We've talked. Yeah. That was the message that I internalized. And I want, as a perfectionist, Mm -hmm. I wanted to show that I learned that lesson.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got the same message. I mean, the the words were from my dad. Don't come to me crying. Yeah. Don't (laughs) come to me crying. Like, well, that's when do you need people the most? Yes. Like they talk about the human giver and the human being syndrome. Yeah. You know, the, 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 the cure, the the remedy, the, the writing effect on this writing with an R is, you know, human connection, the hug, the bonding, turning to your people. But I wanted to come, I'm, I feel like I'm going all over the place because when you said disassociation, I'm curious to think about this, like in terms of dysregulation, Mm -hmm. Like when does it become a a dysregulation of emotion when you don't deal with the intensity, intensity of an emotion? Talk
1: about that. Talk about the difference between disassociation and (laughs) dysregulation.
0: This is going to be how I'm going to interpret it based on, you know, loosely on what my understanding. So disconnection would be like, like you were talking about up in your head, up in your thoughts about it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and not processing the emotion. Dysregulation would be where you're in the state, like I think of anxiety where I'm, I considered myself emotionally dysregulated from the intensity of the feeling. Like I was my heart racing, pounding, but I could be very calm and, and go to a seminar for six days and never miss a beat. Yeah. But emotionally dysregulated my body, my system was on complete overhaul and not sleeping and right.
1: mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's the, so I got sick the first time, um, at Christmas of that year, I got, um, strep throat Mm -hmm. and I, um, and I took, you know, antibiotics did the things. And then I went back and I kept having low grade fevers and I would pop Tylenol. I actually gave myself a nice case of, um, of hepatitis, you know, the kind that you get from taking too much Tylenol and with your liver.
0: I did not. I I knew that's what that
1: you could get. Yeah. I was a beautiful was, shade of orange when I was in the hospital. That's
0: crap. I tell I'm like, this cannot be underrated. I'm all about some liver
1: health. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, no, I took, starting in January, when I went back to school, I was I was teaching because I was in a master's program, I was a graduate teaching assistant, and I was teaching and taking classes, and so I had to feel good, I had to get a class, so I popped Tylenol, I don't know how often, but enough that anytime I was feeling bad with one of these low-grade fevers. I would take Tylenol. So it's fair to say daily, definitely several times a week, if not wow. every day. And and I kept going. Did anybody notice that I wasn't feeling good? Uh-uh, because I didn't let them.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's uh, that's what you're talking about with dysregulation, I think, right? I mean, it well, doesn't have to be to that extreme. But
0: I think there's, you know, dysregulation could also be like just just the knowing my... Mm-hmm. That the nervous system, when I think of anxiety, you know, it's that, that vibration, like your system was probably more on that. What did they call that? Uh, Systems of wellness and system of distress and system of wellness. Yeah. You would have been in the system of distress.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, But the like anxiety, the resurface of it, and that dysregulation of your nervous system, I'm thinking is more along the lines of where we talk about like trauma and Mm. carrying, carrying old emotion that comes, that's triggered in the current state. Yeah. A body. That sounds like I'm talking all over. I know.
1: No, no, no. no, I, I understand what you're saying. In fact, we earlier, we were talking about trauma. Part of trauma is not completing the stress cycle, right?
0: Too much, too soon.
1: Yes. Too much too
0: soon. And you just literally like people witnessing car accidents, 9-11 parental separation or conversations as children yeah. and gets yeah. interpreted, you know, in a heightened sense and it happens so fast. And then all of a sudden we have to return to normal
1: Yeah, you know, yeah.
0: without, without the proper like shootings in school and why they have uh, trauma response teams coming to help them process the emotion.
1: Yeah. So it's important to point out right, right now to our, to our listeners, I think that completing stress cycles, many times people think if I get rid of the stressor, mm. then I will complete the cycle automatically. That is not the case. And that's where we can put it back into model language. Yes. They think if we change our circumstance, mm-hmm. then we can change our feeling. And guess what?
0: <laughs> I'm still going to argue for that one.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> there are some things when you are in a lot of stress, like taking okay, a load, yeah. of, getting a vacation. Yes. T- taking some work off there.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll argue about this for just a minute. So in a situation like that, I would say that it's still, I can come back from a vacation and not be rested depending on what my thoughts are about it, about the situation.
0: Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I, I guess I am thinking more of them, like the benefit I, I, Oh, absolutely. When I have like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't process the stress yeah. while the stress just kept the stressors were still available to me. Right. But once I got some stressors off my plates and circumstances, yes. Yes. I could spend some time with myself, reconnect, with, regulate my system back. Absolutely feel my
1: feelings yeah yeah but, River. <laughs> but it's you know you can think when um sometimes the stressor is going to stay and it's important to remember that you can complete a stress cycle every day if you need to like if yes. it's your job or if it's a person you're working with you can complete a stress cycle every day mm-hmm. and repeat that and stay that stressor remains the same, but you have power over your stress. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think is important for people to understand. You have power over your stress. You can make sure you complete a stress cycle,
0: right? Creating that wellness cycle yes. for yes. yourself. So this is where we would talk about, again, physical activity, number one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's seven, there's seven ways to complete a stress cycle. So once you're in it mm-hmm. and number one is physical activity. Again,
0: like thinking back to my own experience this summer where I was literally the the, the PT said no exercise for you <laughs> one month, no, no soup for you. And, yeah. and then just the combined inactivity with work stress, life stress. My mother had just passed away, just my own stress of wanting to do a good job and all the things. The, the number one thing I think that impacted me the most was taking away my physical activity. And I could literally looking back, feel it, Mm -hmm. it happening every day, combining upon itself and not having that as my outlet.
1: And this is, um, Physical activity is probably the most common way. It's certainly the way that in the animal kingdom that they right. get rid of stress. Right. If you think humans are the only ones with stress, you're wrong. Animals right. have it all the time. You know, when the gazelle gets chased by the lion, there is stress. But if you've watched animals, when they complete a stress cycle, when they when something happens. And then they survive it. Like, if you've ever seen a squirrel that gets picked up by a hawk and then they manage to get away, mm-hmm. at the end of that cycle, they will like shake. They'll shake be, it off. Shake yeah, it off. <laughs> they will literally, there'll be this, this kind of physical reaction that happens in their nervous system. hmm. Which where they shake it off
0: in one of the interviews we listened to of the Nagoski sisters, where they talked about, how do you know when you've completed a stress cycle? And she says that some people it's like, whether knowing whether you're full or you, you know, you know, when you're full and you know, when you've had an orgasm that some people can just identify. And I'm going to tell you, that's what I feel about my exercise. I can look yeah. back when, when I heard that I was like, you know, I didn't imagine it exercise mentally. I, it took about four days before the accumulated stress was released. And I got to a place back to that calm place. Mm-hmm. And then after I would exercise, like it felt as complete, it didn't feel like, but it felt as complete as knowing yeah, that I had, that I was back in emotional regulation. I'm going to use that word.
1: Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because another thing I think it's important for us to, to, explain is that sometimes you're doing things to siphon off the level of stress, you know, to get it back down to where it's manageable, but you may not be complete with the cycle yet. So it took you, you said about four days. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't mean once you start doing it regularly, you know, then if, if it's your job, you can go for a run at the, or a walk at the end of the day exactly, and complete that cycle. But if you let it build up, Yes. Then it's going to take several days. Yeah. To get rid of all of it. Yes. I think I was probably, I was probably two weeks
0: into the PT um, telling me not to exercise that I was literally, I was like begging my boss, like I need a week off. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on. You know, and, and when, in the moments, funny? yeah, in the moments, I couldn't tell you what was going on, except emotionally, the, again, the biggest thing I was aware of is that I was cognitively impaired. I could not function <laughs> yeah, at a level that I was accustomed to. Yes. And um, it just, I, I, I want to emphasize that because like you're sharing your story, I think it can go underrated about what stress does to our brains mm-hmm. and not completing that cycle and how real it was. Yeah. It was just as real as you and I sitting right here having this conversation.
1: Yes. It affects our bodies and guess what? Our brains are in our bodies. (laughs) It has a full head to toe effect Effect. on us. Yes. It's connected to our nervous system and our nervous system runs from our brains to our toes, out our fingers, all of it. Yep. So it affects all areas, cognitively, Our emotions, you know, uh, the in fact, I want to move on for so we can get through all seven of these. But another way to move through it, and I think this is really helpful, especially for siphoning off, and it depends on the level of stress you're in, is breathing 100%. Right. How, How many of us, I know I am, I am a non breather. Like I will be in a situation and realize I haven't taken a breath, not a deep breath, it'll be very shallow. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm
0: with anxiety. That is one of the key first things you learn is because anxiety is telling you you're in the flight or fight response, right? You're, you're feeling this emotion. And so when we tap into the breathing and we do whether it's the circular breathing, the four square mm-hmm. breathing, there's a uh, system breathing, the hof Rem reflex breathing, like you Google breathing exercises, you're going to find a ton of them. Yeah. And they are effective because it again, it helps create emotional regulation get you back out of your thoughts. Right? Coming back to that one sentence, we are emotional yeah. beings that occasionally think. <laughs> so when we are in emotion, when we're in our head too much, mm-hmm. and we're not in our body, we're not breathing.
1: Yeah. When
0: we come back to the body, the body is the safe space somewhere that word safety kept coming up and I wanted to be sure Yes, to emphasize a lot of, a lot of clients that I will coach will say, you know, it doesn't feel safe. They don't feel safe. And this, that's understanding of the body. When we connect back to the body, it is safe, but it's not going to feel safe. If you're feeling anxious or afraid to feel your feelings,
1: right? It's impossible to stress how important that is. And if you are somebody who is not in tune with your breathing, yeah, like you said, you can Google lots of ways. I like my Fitbit because it has the little two-minute breathing app on it that tells me exactly when to inhale and exhale. Mm -hmm. And I can do that two minutes out of my day. It's not that big a deal. It takes no time. It's a lot better than scrolling on my phone. Hear me, folks? Oh, boy. (laughs) Those phones, we need to do a podcast on that. Yes. Oh my goodness. But it can get you back and siphon off that stress and help you complete the stress cycle. Mm-hmm. So don't underestimate the power of breathing.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: what meditation, yoga, all of those practices help you focus on your breathing. Yep. So the third is positive social interaction.
0: Best thing ever. Love it.
1: Calling We're your friends. Some of that right now, aren't we?
0: Up, yep, calling your friend, talking about your feelings. What's going yeah. on? Connection,
1: connection. He, um, mm-hmm. And you know what? I'm I'm just going to tie that one to number four because number four is uncontrolled <laughs> laughter. Which we is my favorite. I, my favorite.
0: I, you, what did you tell you texted me that somewhere about laughter? We is
1: did I imagine that? I don't know. Did I? I probably. I, we were at um, a family thing yesterday and one of my cousins, she said, you have the best laugh. I just love your laugh. And I said, well, that's good because I love to use it. (laughs) I just, I love to laugh and humor. I've I've said before, humor is one of my values, you know, for me, laughter is so important. I was, I'm scrolling
0: through the phone right now. I know. I didn't imagine that somewhere you said laughter was your favorite thing, or um, maybe it was, we were, cause we were talking about this last night connecting on what we were going to do. And, yeah. um, but I, I'm with you. Um, laughter's good. And that I think this helped lead into the number five, the physical affection. This is yes. uh, what I think of. And often I'll say to my clients and, I'm relying on my intuition here this just when I can oftentimes I will get a client and I can feel their energy that they bring mm-hmm. and I think of my I, I tell them I'm like you're the horse and I'm the pace horse right because I can feel oh, their emotion, love
1: yeah. their mm-hmm.
0: emos- emotional dysregulation is what I'm going to call it now yeah clinically I don't know what I'm saying but it's what I relate to as a coach as a coach right so I think of myself as you know, I am the hug. I am the 20 second hug when they come to me, a, a safe place where they can um, express themselves. Although we are talking about a physical hug to emotionally regulate to someone else's nervous system, it gets you into reset, it gets you out of your thinking. You stand and support your own body weight
1: mm-hmm. as you
0: connect and touch someone.
1: Yeah. My daughter, um, this is absolutely essential for her. I don't know that, I don't know that she has ever connected it to completing a stress cycle, but you know, and there, and I'm the same way. There are times when I will tell my husband, I, I just need a hug right now. I just, I need you to hug me and my daughter's the same way. And that changes everything and it changes everything in your nervous system. It's like a reset. Yes. We think, we think it's just doing some kind of emotional thing. It is doing a physical thing. It's ending that stress cycle for us Mm -hmm. that maybe we couldn't even name. Yep. Yeah.
0: Your favorite, or we
1: were talking about crying, crying a river, number six. (laughs) Crying a river that leads to your ocean. Yeah. Those are some tears. And that's one, I, I would say that that's probably the one people like the least.
0: I would say as a coach, it's probably as a
1: culture, we, we like it the least.
0: Oh yeah. And even as, as on some clients, because it's 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 so personal.
1: It's mm-hmm.
0: raw and vulnerable. Yes. It's um and it's something we were talking you were talking about when people uh that shaking response sometimes I think when, when I'm coaching people and you can see emotion come up, especially if it's an old one, that they haven't shared, not like a trauma emotion, but like just an old one that keeps resurfacing and they talk to no one else about it, except your yes, coach yes. and the, the tears and the physicalness and how, and they're, and they'll say, I don't know why I'm crying.
1: Oh my goodness. I've had <laughs> so many. I've had so many clients who Mm -hmm. will say that I don't even understand why I'm crying right now. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. We're just going to go with it. We are Mm -hmm. cleansing here.
0: 100%. We're just going to feel this feeling. Top of the head. We're going to start body scan. What are you feeling? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And when you process it through, you know, what are we taught? We talked about this. Let's tie this back to the beginning. We are taught as children. Don't you come to me crying. Mm. I, my dad's saying was, if you don't quit crying, I'm going to give you something to cry oh. about. <laughs> that would do. Yeah. Yeah. Your dad and my dad grew up together. <laughs> I, they did. They grew up in the same time. I'm absolutely sure. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we are taught that crying is this show of weakness. It is unnecessary. It is excessive. We could get into the whole, you know, and I would say patriarchal issue but the sad thing is is that boys are are taught even more than girls are right. that it is not acceptable to cry
0: that is the huge reflection right there when we think about our dads this is what they knew
1: they didn't know what to exactly. do with that emotion no they didn't know like what what don't come to me cry <laughs> no I don't I don't blame my dad for that no because it's just what they were taught, right? But. Right crying is one of the ways that we complete a stress cycle. So think about if you need to cry and you're not allowed to, you know, you're just packing that tunnel even tighter.
0: Yep. That's right there. Exhaustion happens when we get stuck in the tunnel.
1: Yeah. And then sometimes it comes out and we don't know why it's there, Mm -hmm. but we just have to trust it. Especially if you're, if you're with your coach, if you're with a friend, I mean, no yeah. matter when it is, we just have to trust. This is what I need to do. And when you start doing that body scan, you were talking about generally when once you start scanning, how long oh, do they cry yeah. after that? Oh,
0: like, yeah, it's not even, I, I would go under a minute, 30 seconds tops. Yes. And then they're like confused. Like what happened?
1: Why, yeah. why? Mm. And it's just because you have completed the cycle. Yes. You that's, that, the, that's the funny part. It off. Yes. <laughs> you don't fall off a cliff. You move through mm-hmm. it and you move on. Yeah. And because it's a cycle, it's not linear. So it doesn't have a distinct beginning and end necessarily. It's a cycle later on. You may mm-hmm. feel like you need to cry or laugh or have a hug or something like that. Again, I
0: feel like I have to say this right here. How many clients, how many, I mean, we hear it over and over and over. I feel like I'm on a hamster wheel, right? It's that it's that being caught up in your thoughts and not feeling the emotion and you are just cycling and cycling and cycling. And well, in the sense of the, the circularness of it is, you know, to get off the hamster wheel is to feel the emotion, to completely yeah. flatten it out. Like Brooke said,
1: yes, with yes. flatness. Yeah. Yeah. And that's true. I think understanding that it's a cycle that we may have to go through again, especially something like uh, if it's grief, yeah, you yeah. know, we're not going to do it once and it be gone with a stressor. Like if your job is your stressor or your boss is your stressor, you you may complete the cycle daily. Well,
0: I mean, what if we just concluded that as part of our 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 hygiene, right? Our our daily
1: hygiene. Oh my goodness. Wow. Like brushing it's our teeth.
0: Like, yes. You know, the, if it's the car ride, you know, using that as your decompression time or where you can complete cycles or talk to yourself or cry or turn on some funny, uh, I don't, I was going to say CDs, but I think I'm dating myself if I said that. <laughs> or, you know, like listen to a podcast. podcast. <laughs> listen to a podcast. Yeah. We're funny we're funny, come <laughs> back with us, we cry rivers, <laughs> yep. Yep. but, um, yeah, including feeling your feelings at just taking time for yourself in the day on the daily.
1: Yes. Oh, that is so important sketch. Listen, folks, yep. I-, I have been known to write it on my calendar. I schedule time Now there are times when you need it and you need it and it's not scheduled because maybe it's an unexpected Mm -hmm. stressor that has happened that Mm -hmm. you need to complete a cycle. But Mm -hmm. I do, I have decompression time, thought time, journal time in there every day. And that leads us to our last, to number seven, which is creative expression. There you go. So
0: writing the songs, singing the songs, pen and paper, art. Photography, whatever gets you connected. Having
1: a dance party in your living room or in the car. I uh, I have been known to put on my sunglasses where people won't recognize me and sing to the top of my lungs in the car. <laughs> I miss car rides. I need a car ride. Well, you know, but I do that. So I have a little convertible,
0: right? I have a little Volkswagen bug. My yeah. husband and kids got me back in 2004. I think it was, it's still so cute. Um, but I'll go for a ride with the top down. Like, and I'll just think to myself, like, if I can't go for it, I'll have time for a hike or whatever. I'm like, I'm just going to go for a ride, I'm Just gonna yeah. go for a, play, turn the music up and the wind in my hair and yeah. going on the parkway.
1: Just yeah. to That's I'm going to do that today. Yeah. Yeah. It's any kind of, of creative expression. People do painting. They do, you know, whatever it is, it doesn't matter, but you have to release the stress that's in your body. It is a poison. If you don't word, (laughs) I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what else to say there. So completing the stress cycle do it, make time for it, understand that it is a, it is as physical as getting a cold. And mm-hmm. if you don't get rid of it, sister, you might just get a cold or the flu or cancer, mm-hmm. or, <laughs> right. you know, I don't want to be morbid, but it's, it is imperative. That the science
0: there, there's, we yes. could, there's yes.
1: undisputable.
0: Yes. Yeah. Science is there. And I was thinking again, coming back to our music, metaphors and stuff that it's like the cycles are like records and they're going to play over and over too mm-hmm. you know you may do the same one you have the same issues it's going to be the same stressors the same stress and just run it through and every day process, process the emotion every day samantha saying in the bgs
1: yeah so that, that was can. gonna
0: be our, our call to action i know you haven't said goodbye yet <laughs> but i wanted to be sure and get that in your call to action is to go play emotion <laughs>
1: I, I love it. I love it. And that song's going to be in my head. And I'm okay with that, to be honest. Yeah, with you. yeah it's good totally fine. To uh, that.
0: That's actually the note I sing in. I don't know if y'all know this about me, but I have often said the reason I love the Bee Gees is because I can, one, I know the word to every song. And I just, uh-huh. that's my range right there. It's not really singing, it's kind of whisper singing. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, I love the Bee Gees. Uh, mm-hmm. I am I am a girl of that age, too. All right. Well, folks, if you are looking for a coach, somebody to help you work through your emotions, to figure out how they work in your life, you can find me at soniagreencoaching.com. And you can find
0: me at the No BS Weight Loss Program or searching Corinne Crabtree losing 100
1: pounds. We would also love it if you would take just a minute to give us a quick review. If you love this podcast as much as we do, if that's even possible, or even better, share it with a friend.
0: Hmm, 100%. Yeah. Like get into that community. Maybe, you know, someone who needs to hear this message or wants you just want them to develop their awareness around emotion and completing stress cycles.
1: Because this is, this is a great way to wrap it up. And I had forgotten about this, but you just triggered this in me. The real way to complete stress cycles and experience true wellness as a society is not self-care. It's caring for each other. 100%. That's, that's a point that, that the Nagoski sisters, I, you know, they're twins and mm-hmm. so I think a lot of their message comes from I don't even know if they've explored that, but I kept thinking their focus on community has to be in part because of that twinship they share. Right. Yeah. yeah. But we all share that, you know. So,
0: well, I mean, that's podcast the co- with a friend, right. And that's what the coaching. That's why we do what we do because yes. we want to share with the community and 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 hopes to help everyone have the best life possible.
1: Yes, absolutely. That you know, I nothing, nothing makes me feel more satisfied and like I'm doing the work I need to be doing.
0: Same yeah. feels very right. pur- purpose. That plays into a lot of a lot of the reasons why we do things is finding that purpose, and that can be very helpful too as you um, are thinking about your stressors. Yep. <laughs> absolutely does it, does it align with my values I came up that's gonna be another podcast I found some. oh yeah stuff. we gotta go but man <laughs> oh,
1: we could keep going for another hour all right folks we'll see you next week bye